The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. I just want to rant for a minute before we start. <laughs> Wait, we didn't even get past our hellos. What happened? <laughs> Was it the research? Well, the research, oh my God, I'm going to have nightmares for like the rest of my life. Oh yeah, me too, for sure. And I didn't even do the research. I'm just like absorbing the information. But I wish, you know, <laughs> my ears can unhear. I don't know. Oh. Uh, Eddie was excessively excited, by the way. I was like, Kat says you're never allowed to pick up another thing, top again. And he goes, yes, bitch, I'm that excited. And I was like, oh my God. I hope you know I'm serious, Eddie. One topic and done. This is like enough for, for a really long time, bro. Like, I don't know how you knew about this person again, but that I digress, I guess. <laughs> well, so today I'm at work. You know, I'm usually not like up on the times when it comes to like celebrity drama and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Ryan, and I won't say who the specific celebrity is in mm. case because <laughs> she's a bitch. But there's this celebrity that I guess went to a frozen yogurt shop. Okay. And apparently she like blasted this poor little mom and pop frozen yogurt place. Why? Because they had, like, sugar-free cookies and stuff like that all over the place. And it was triggering for her because she has an eating disorder. Fat-ass bitch, stay your ass home. (laughs) An eating disorder. What are you doing at a yogurt shop? You should be getting your yogurt at Wegmans or something. Don't be coming out of your house and then coming out of my... Who was this one? Okay, never mind. Whatever. Whatever. What? Who? Uh, Oh, fucking... She... Oh, my... I'm not, listen, I am not trying to disrespect anyone with mental health problems. (laughs) You know, we're going to start there. We're going to start there. We're going to do it right. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but I am fucking tired of people being like, I don't like your polka dot shirt because it triggers me. (laughs) Me. What? I don't fucking Don't look at my fucking shirt then if it triggers you. If you don't like the fucking cookies, don't fucking look at them. Or guess what? If you're on a fucking diet, take your fat ass home and make your own fucking yogurt. Yeah. If it's that much of a problem. Frozen yogurt is literally ice cream. Like, it's, it's so ice good. Cream. It's delicious. I love frozen yogurt. So I do love. I. Frozen yogurt. I got a little granola. Oh, exactly. The coconut. You gotta do it right. Yeah. Put the toppings. Yeah. You All know. about it. Be happy. Sugar free. It triggers me. It makes me feel like I'm having a flashback. Like, Are you serious? Laid love. I hope she fucking hears this. I hope you can fucking hear my voice and hear me tell you, stay your fucking fat ass home if you don't fucking like it. And guess what? If it's such a problem for you, grocery shop and eat from home. That's what I, you know what I do when I'm trying to like be conscious of my eating? I don't go out to eat. Yeah. I stay my ass at home and I make breakfast, lunch, and dinner like a normal person. If you're in your kitchen, nothing should trigger you, right? Exactly. I would fucking hope so, you fucking moron. Oh my god, and it makes me so angry because I'm like, I'm angry already, and I'm like, she blasted a mom and pop shop? Yeah, on Twitter, and they were like, well, you know, we're sorry we offended you, but we have these here we're for people, sorry. you know, with diabetes Don't, or don't apologize, guys. Fuck her. That's what I said, and then she's like, well, you need to do better, and I was <gasps> like, uh, <gasps> how about you do better, bitch? I know. Stay off fucking Twitter. Nobody cares about your thoughts or emotions or feelings. I oh, know. Okay, that was a little mean, but I really don't when you're coming out of mom and pop shop because you felt triggered because you've seen some cookies. Exactly. Like, calm down. That's like an alcoholic going into a restaurant and being like, how could you have liquor in this restaurant? I'm <laughs> What? I am 
by the stupidity of people all the time. Oh my God, yeah. You know what triggers me, America? Stupidity. <laughs> so stop it. Stop it with your whining and your complaining. And I feel triggered because I'm a loser. And I just want to share my feelings because nah, nah, nah. No. Keep those fucking feelings to yourself. Exactly. Like, everybody's entitled to an opinion. Of course. But your opinion doesn't have to affect every single person in your immediate vicinity. Of course. And everyone does have an opinion. But guess what? You don't always have to fucking share it. Exactly. How about you keep your fucking mouth shut? And you're going to come at a mom and pop shop who probably makes in a year what you make in five minutes. Right. During a pandemic. Right. And then roast them via social media where you have millions and billions of followers. Right. And you know the stupid teeny bopping people that fucking follow her are going to be like, me, fuck that mom and pop shop. No, fuck you guys. Yeah. You fucking morons. Like, oh my God. Wow, Lady Love, that triggered me. <laughs> I couldn't wait to talk about this, Lady Love. Literally, I was like, I'm going to bring this up right when we start. Because this offends me. That. You know what's funny? I thought you were going to talk about the weather. Oh, no, the weather is ridiculous, but I was way more offended by this bitch. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, why does anybody even listen to her opinions anyway? Didn't she, like, punch a backup singer or something while she was... Get out! Are you serious? Listen, I feel like certain people should be taken out of the limelight, like, after a while. Like, you know what? You're just a toxic person to society. You're a toxic person to society. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Go home. Eat your fucking granola and yogurt from there and don't complain. And stop posting on fucking Twitter, you fucking loser. Exactly. Like, that's so... It's, it. I hope you hear this. Uh, and I hope you know we're talking about you, but I don't want to get sued for slander, so I won't say your name. Yeah, but whatever. You know who you are for fucking talking shit for a mom and pop shop. I hope you fucking stub your toe tonight. <laughs> the pinky one. Right on the, <laughs> right on the bed frame. Yeah. I hope it cracks her nail and shit. Like, like you know? falls off. It turns all black. <laughs> Oh my god, we've all done that, like, good, like, fucking toe stubbing where you're like, mother of god, why? You're like, look, you think it's bleeding? <laughs> Nothing happens. You go down immediately, like, I've had that happen where I, like, stub my toe and, like, my body just, like, can't cope and it immediately goes down with the rest of it. And I'm like, oh god, no, is it broken? Did I break my foot this time? I hope that happens to you. I know. You deserve it. Rude. Wow. I was just... That's what the world is coming to. I know. And I'm like, why? Why is this a thing? Like, what happened? I remember when I was growing up, people used to watch the Howard Stern show. And dude, Mm -hmm. he literally got paid to, like, throw golf balls into porn stars' assholes or something. Like, yeah. And then, like, now people can't do anything. You can't have a fucking... They love it, really? A cookie, a sugar-free cookie in a window. It is that dumb. And how about you be conscious about the people that need sugar-free shit? Exactly. Like, that's Like, the diabetics that they were, like, trying to provide. They're trying to open, like, a broad... They're trying to have, like, a broad selection of things for their shop to service everybody. Exactly. To service everybody. Why would you not take that into consideration? I'm sure the same way they had sugar-free cookies, they had fucking sugar-filled cookies that were just as delicious. Of course. Like, and you're here triggered because you got to look at sugarless shit? I'm triggered by looking at you. Exactly. And I'm sure they had, like, something in there for the vegans. You know how they of always course. throw some, a Everyone vegetarian has bri- situation. Yeah. Variety. Everybody has it now. Yep. Well, apparently people can only have one opinion, and it's theirs. It's so rude. Oh, my God. But You know, what happened to the days where, like, you know, you know our parents. Mm-hmm. If you had some shit that didn't, if you said some shit that didn't need to be heard, 
you probably already knew that in your head and you didn't say it. But if you were like, you know what, I'm going to put this out there. You probably got backhanded and you were like, I probably shouldn't have put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like backhand on the mouth real quick. Like, what'd you just fucking say? I take it back. I didn't mean it. Yeah. <sighs> Someone should have done that to her. Well, that's why <laughs> she grew up rich. So it's like, when, okay, you're, she... when you're like a child star. Oh, fuck her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Not interested. Not interested. No. It's rude. You go on mom and pop with your sugar-free cookies and your frozen yogurt. You do you. I love frozen yogurt. Yeah. If we were there, if we were wherever you guys are, which I'm certain we're not, um, we would come and visit. Mm-hmm. And we would come eat your yogurt and then stick sugar-free cookies inside of it. Exactly. And then take a picture and send it to her fucking Twitter. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> but anyways, I'm Courtney. And I'm Kat. And this is Why Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms Oh My. Open. That was pretty it was a, listen, a rant it was, Lady Love. A rant it was. I needed to vent about that. That was just rude. I I did not see that coming. No, it wasn't. It, it was so random. It was, I got to work <laughs> at 6 o'clock in the morning, barely got the crusties out of my eyes. <laughs> and then Ryan's like, did you see that shit? On, and I was like, no, I'm not really, you know. Yeah, yeah. No. And then he's telling me about it. And I was like, getting hype. I was like, what? I, you know, I love my celebrity drama. Well, you know, I've been dead to the world for the past few weeks, but I love my celebrity drama. But I'm like, what did I miss <laughs> that was like out there? I'm glad I didn't fucking hear it. It just would have made me roll my eyes anyways. But now I want you to know that I'm rolling my eyes at you. <laughs> just entitled. That's why. Yes, I- entitled is a good word, lady love. Yeah. See, that's why I'm glad we grew up Poe. Yeah, for sure. Because at least we have like feelings and emotions and we're not sociopaths. It makes you appreciative of shit. You know what I mean? Like leveling up in life. Like when I was looking for a new job, people always like, job security. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. When you go from like working like a a job to like an okay job to like a better job, you're always like, damn, I'm moving up. I'm Mm -hmm. making a couple bucks more. And when I started, minimum wage was $8.75. Lady Love, when I started, minimum wage was $7.00. Eight seventy five. So eight seventy five was great. Fuck it, I got a job, bro. I used to be balling. I'd get like a hundred ninety five dollar right? check, and I was like, "What? A bitch is making back out here." <laughs> I worked eight hours overtime and got mad money. It's that like under two hundred dollars. Yes. And then, but then you know, you you're there for a little bit, and you're like, "Damn, I want to make some more money." So you move up, and you're like, "Oh, I'm making a couple more dollars." Mm-hmm. And you make a couple more dollars, and then you like keep advancing in your life, and you find a job where people tell you you have job security. And I didn't think my mentality was like that until I started doing interviews, and people are like, "We want you now," and I'm like, "Oh, what?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I didn't think it would happen this fast." And literally, the one lady I talked to, she was like, "Honey, between you and me, you were always gonna get a job." Job security. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have never experienced this in my life. Like, you always go for a job, and it's always like, am I gonna get it? Am I gonna get it? Like, shit. Mm-hmm. All right, I hope I get it. And then you fucking play the waiting game, and it's a yay or nay. But to have job security, it is the titsling though. It makes you appreciative of it. It does, especially when you grew up poor and you didn't know you'd have an opportunity like that. Exactly. 
I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was younger and I thought like $11 an hour was tits. Yeah. Now love. I'm like $20 an hour. What? I Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> you, saw, you heard my struggle. I was like, no, I won't do it. I know I won't do it. I want my money. And they're like, God, the cost of living is low. I'm like, no, I want my money. <laughs> I don't care that the cost of living is more is less. I want more money. And they're like, oh God, all right. <laughs> Fucking bougie bitch. <laughs> like you work for it, lady love. Listen. We, we both did. Uh-huh. There's a reason why we will not accept less money. Exactly. Know your fucking worth. Yes. Know your worth. And advance yourself in life. Work fucking hard. There is, like, there is reward in having a good work ethic. Yeah. And when people know that you're good at your job, yeah. you're always going to be wanted. Yeah. You're going to be fucking valuable to them. Mm-hmm. I'll say, ask Derek. He's my supervisor. I'm sure he hates me. I know he hates me as an employee, but I'm super great at my job. And guess what? His life would fall into shambles without her. <laughs> exactly. It's like a day you call up. It's like, Courtney's not coming in? No. What are we going to do for today? Like, guys, manage, please. I literally, like, apparently my boss hates this one pair of pants that I own that I wear all the time. And that like, you've probably worn for years. Yes. To the job. Exactly. And then Eric, every time he's like, you know, you're going to yell at for these pants. And I was like, I haven't gotten yelled at yet for these pants. I'm going to keep wearing them until she buys me a new pair of pants. I'm wearing these fucking pants. <laughs> Comfort. And I'm doing my job. So leave me the fuck alone. Exactly. They're the right color. Exactly. Wow. And guess what? They're not going to send me home because my fucking pants have buttons on them or whatever. Right. Right. You're like, you know what? Today, I just can't look at the pants anymore. I'm triggered. Go home, Courtney. I know. <laughs> I'd like to see that shit happen. Oh, yeah. I know it's yeah. not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that was another rant. Oh, yeah. But right. listen, know your worth. Make more money. Move up in the world. That shit is nice. Exactly. Life tips from the lady love. We don't just give skincare advice. Exactly. <laughs> we also give life advice. <laughs> Jacks of all trades. Exactly. Jill of all trades. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Maybe like a little, that's a little side segment now. Yeah. Huh? Little tips from the lady loves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daily advice from a lady love perspective. Yeah. You I like know? it. It's not bad. No. Huh. It's not bad. I, I feel like we both bring different things to the table. Mm-hmm. You know? I dig it. I dig it. I like it. Oh, well, I guess we have to dive into the... Well, first, introduce the wine, and then yeah, we'll, so yeah. we can start to drink before this, because, um, yeah. well, the first one, I kind of went more into, like, him, the things that he, like, grew up with, like, kind of how he became the situation Background. that he is. Yeah. So then when we started talking about the kids, I was like, I guess I'll dig more into the kids. Okay. So this one is, we start with another letter, like, love. Oh, I know God. You, I know oh, God. God. I thought we were just doing one. <laughs> oh, no. I decided, because he loved the letter so much, that, uh... Each one of these three parts has a letter to start. I wish you guys could see my face. Yeah. It's, I, but this one's more like about his kids and like how he About his of, own personal kids? About his children? Yeah, about his children, his like step, step kids that he had, you know, with the lady that he married for like three days or whatever the fuck. And he calls them step. Yeah, he, he calls, calls them, them his step kids. Yeah. I was with somebody for 10 years and I never called her my stepdaughter. I mean, did he even call her his daughter? Mm hmm. That's a big age. Yeah. Plus, you guys were like the same age. (laughs) Yeah. So we were more like sisters. Oh, yeah. 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 Speaking of, I hope that motherfucker stubs his toe, too. Oh, yeah. But stubs more than a toe. I hope you get your fucking hand caught on a door. 
Oh, that oh, that sucks. It hurts, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You ever like slam your finger in like a the, car door? Yeah. Oh my god, I got like a good chunk of my pinky once. I love. I was like, just cut it off. It'll hurt less. <laughs> Please, like. There's nothing you could do to stop the throbbing. No, I accidentally did that to Eddie the one day. Oh, God. Well, we were going to my sister's graduation after she got out of, like, dental hygiene school. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) oh, God, I went to roll up the windows, and I didn't realize that Eddie had his hand out the window. And I'm, like, pressing the button. (laughs) And I'm like, why isn't the window closing? And Eddie's in the back, and he's like, ah! And I thought he was just being Eddie, so I'm like, what's wrong? And my mom's like, stop it! You're crushing his finger! Like, what is wrong with you while you're pressing the button mad hard? Like, fucking window. Eddie, what is wrong? Window? What? Oh, my God. Oh, so bad. Was he okay? Yeah, he, he got a little. I definitely, I know. I felt bad. I was like, ah, oh, dang. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't put your hand out the window. <laughs> it is in the car. Okay. Okay. Focusing. This is a nice bottle, they love. It's very cute. It is. And I was at the liquor store and me and Deborah are house hunting, so I'm trying not to spend, you know, as many dollars as we have been. Hey, hey, that... Listen, I I still think we said it, but we have to do it. We should venture out to farther... Yeah, let's to do far, it. To farther wine stores, because I went back, and they still had that fucking robbery for the barefoot Moscato. Yeah. One for 11 and then one for a penny? Fuck that. I want three for 12. Exactly. <laughs> Go into Allentown, yes. get our liquor from there. Yeah. Hang out with the crackheads for a little bit. I mean, they're always fun. They are. They're always a good time. Even though Lady Love, uh, again, a little side note. Um, did you see the video a few months back of someone being stabbed while walking through the Elmwood Village? Yeah, I seen that. Of the, they were walking their dog and like some dude just came up and was like, eh. Yeah, he was like walking by, he ran and he fucking stabbed him. Yeah, and the dude didn't know what happened. He like looked at it down yeah. and like ran. Yeah. I uh I found out at work that someone uh on their way in around the time that all those random crimes were happening, she was held up at gunpoint and they tried to take her car <gasps> around the same time. So apparently like in January in the Allentown Elmwood area she told me that some, I don't know how, because I never read about this in the news, even though I don't read the news all the time. But, you know, I'm, sometimes I, I get up in there and see what's going on. Um, She said that that was like a like a slew of like gang initiations or something crazy like that. What the fuck? And that's why all these random things were happening. I was like, it's so sad that such a like beautiful part of town where people love to hang out, like... Allentown and Elmwood Village are super popular for, like, hipster people. I mean, oh, not yeah. even hipster people. I throw my ass out there for some brunch every once in a while. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, I did the same thing. When I was growing up, every week, sushi. Oh, uh, my God. In Elmwood Village. Yes. They have so many restaurants. And then, like, now, and then I would hate to think that in, like, a the city of good neighbors, you can't even fucking go out to walk without a random person running up to you to fucking stab you. Like... We got to do better, people. We definitely do. Stop being douchey. Like, when I lived in Allentown, like, mm-hmm. well, I technically lived in the lower. And for those of you who don't know, the lower is, like, the hood hood of Buffalo. <laughs> you guys know a few from here. I was, like, paneling on my apartment walls. It was crazy. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> I lived in, like, Allentown area. And the one day I go outside and I'm, like, going to go to the Tops because I lived, like, right down the street from Tops on Niagara. Yeah. And I come out, and there's a car it parked in front of my car, literally on rocks. All four of their tires <gasps> were gone. Oh, no. 
Yeah, and my boyfriend at the time, I like ran upstairs because for some reason I thought this was hilarious. Like not that it's funny that someone got their tires stolen because I would be dumb hot if I came out. And, Could like, you imagine if you, wo- if you woke up when like, how do you even call your job and you're like, you're not going to believe this shit, but I woke up and there are no tires on my car. <laughs> I can't come into work today. Like, I don't know, but someone in Allentown was doing that and like, Apparently, my neighbor had a, like, camera on their porch. And so they, like, looked and they sent the video to, like, the news. And it was on, like, you can find it online. No way. Yeah, but you see some dude in, like, a hoodie. And he just, like, has these tires. And he's, like, rolling the four of them down the street. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm so happy we live in, like, a suburb area. I know. Like, you know? I agree. I love Buffalo. I really do. But damn, bro, you guys are leaving people's cars on cylinder blocks. And who does the effort? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. I mean, it was a Honda, so you could you could flip oh. them shits pretty easy in the West Side. Like everybody got a Honda. I was like, oh, he made bacon. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was probably like, this is half of my rent check or something. Mm-hmm. He probably, I, you, I know you got them. I know you fucking sold them easily. Oh yeah, for wow. sure. But it was- I do remember when that was happening. Didn't it happen for like a while? Yeah. And then they finally caught him on video because his dumbass like took tires from the fire. But my boyfriend at the time, he was like, I'm literally never parking on the street again. He would like constantly park in Days Park after that. Really? Yeah. I mean, if, if you really run the risk of straight up walking to your car with no tires, I park a little bit farther too and just take the walk. You know what I mean? Not me, Lee Love. I park right no? in front. No. Because you had some Like, I lived in an area where there was just crazy motherfuckers. You'd have like crackheads walking down the street talking to themselves. The one time, there was literally a crackhead sleeping on my porch when I came downstairs in the morning and I like, excuse me, sir. No. Sir, you can't be here. <laughs> I literally came down the stairs and I was like, what the fuck? And he like gets up and like, my bed and walks away. And I was like, why are you sleeping on my porch? Like, what's happening? Oh and then I'm, like, getting out of my car the one day, and there was literally people walking down the street with sheets over their head. It wasn't Halloween. They had sheets over their entire bodies, oh, oh, holes in the eyes. Oh, oh, oh. And then, like, as soon as they saw me, they started running at me, and I think they were trying to scare me, which they most definitely did, because my <laughs> bitch ass, mm-mm, I am not the token white girl in the movies that runs. No. no. I'm not. A bitch ran up in my apartment real quick. I'm not playing at you. They were lean love. They had white sheets. They had white sheets on there. They weren't something else. And no, it was definitely sheets. They weren't like KKK members. It was definitely sheets. You sure it was it wasn't like the broke down KKK members? The ones that can't afford the hood yet? Just had to make do with a white sheet at home. Considering where I was living, I feel like if you're a KKK member, you run the risk of dying. Oh, that's right. That's right. I gotta. Oh, we're not. We're not in the suburb. I forgot. We gotta put into context. We're in the lower. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. You accidentally walk around with a sheet on. People would be like, "Who the fuck?" That's, oh, what, no. that's when everybody unites. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 not up in this motherfucker." Every color of brown. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Oh my God, they love. I didn't know that happened to you. They love. I have so many stories living in that apartment. And it's who the fun. fuck does that? Well, how many people? Uh, so it was like three people? Like, yeah, it was like three people just really? walking down the street. But she's, and it wasn't like it was Halloween. Like, it was it was random. But then again, I lived like right near Allentown, which is a bar district. Oh, God, Lady Love, this is not... It's just a technical difficulty. <laughs> if, it, if it comes through on the audio, you should do like a do-do-do, oh like God. a little elevator music in the background. I know. Oh, Jesus, we are 25 minutes in. We haven't oh, shit. Started. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. So the wine for this week, <laughs> it's, so does sangria count as wine now that I'm looking at it? Yeah. 
It's a wine. It's a wine, right? Yeah. Okay. I See what happens when my bed isn't made, lady love? But you know what? I live in my room now. Yeah. I do nothing but spend time in, on this bed. And not in a good way, guys. <laughs> not in a good way. Um, so we have a Carlo Rossi. Rossi? Rossi. Rossi. Yeah. We'll go Rossi. I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds, and that's like okay. the main character. <laughs> R-O-S-S-I, Rossi. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We got Carlo Rossi, Pineapple Sangria. Mm. Let's see what it says in the back. Oh, I guess it is a wine. Grape wine with natural flavors and caramel color. Let's see. Give me a description. Give me a description. Oh, great. It has none. It was $3.99. I don't I wasn't expecting it. That one. <laughs> I was like, let's see. Let's see. Hit it to me. Um, refrigerate after opening. Vented and bottled. Oh, Vented and bottled by Carlo Rossi Vineyards, Modesto, California. All right, Callie. Let's see what you have to offer. <laughs> Contains... Sulfate? Sulfates? Doesn't say sulfates. God. My brain is so tired I can't even read. Oh, that's just a warning for pregnant people not to drink. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm good on that. May cause health problems. Love that. I know. Love that. Well, guys, it's a super cute bottle of wine. The uh, correct thing about it that it is caramel color. And it's got a cute little... What's it like a little fruit basket? You would say like a yeah, it's probably like pineapple. It's like it looks like ray. it looks like the fruit of the loom. Um, yes, signature thing. Yes, the logo. Yeah, except they got green grapes instead of purple ones. There you go. That's how you don't uh, trademark infringe. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, serve chill. We'll see how it goes. I don't mind the sangria. No, I love the sangria. That's no. usually whenever I'm at like a restaurant. If I see a, a wine that I want, it's generally a sangria. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. Well, I guess I I just go for beer, so that's... Yeah, I'm a beer drinker, lady love. Can't do it. Can't do the beer. I don't know what's happening in my soul. Lately, I can't do beer either. Even my favorite beer did me dirty last time. Yeah. But you know what? There's a lot of factors. We're we're, we're not going to go into it. Let's just... As we're like a half an hour into the episode and still haven't started talking to us. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But in our defense, lady love's been on overnight, so we haven't really gotten to like chit-chat. That's very true. You're just here on the catch-up of our best friendship. That's true. I'm dying. I don't know what day it is. I'm always confused about the day. Even though I've been doing pretty good keeping up on the days, I think. Yeah. I've been doing pretty good keeping up on the days. It's just that now, when I have all my energy, everything's closed. Home Depot's closed. Target's closed. I don't shop at Walmart. And you won't make me. You know? And then I'm just like, all my friends are sleeping. So, I guess I'll just watch immense amount of movies. You know? Yeah. Well, ooh, maybe you could start doing uh, documentary research, and then we could throw those in there. Mm. I watch movies at night. What movie did I watch? Oh, nope, nope, nope. We're going to get off into another tangent. <laughs> okay. Okay, ready? Let's do it, Lady Love. Tink, tink. That's not bad. No. I like it. It doesn't taste like pineapple, though. No, it doesn't. It kind of reminds me of the wine we had last week. What wine did we have last week? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, was that? It was that watermelon. Yeah, the watermelon. You think it's like tarty like that? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's like a. You would think that it would be like pineapple flavored. Like I don't. I love pineapple juice. Like oh yeah, pina coladas are the tits. 
but you would think you would get like a stronger pineapple feels. It's definitely like a like a fruit punch mix. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense with all the fruits in the front, but don't call it pineapple sangria if it tastes like the whole enchilada. I don't know. Yeah, no, eh, they could have done better with the name, but it's not bad, right? Listen, for three ninety nine, you could get drunk off this. Oh, for sure, you too can feel a little bit of drunkness up the Carlo Rossi wine. <laughs> if you'd like, I don't know. I mean, who doesn't like to? I feel like wine drunk's a good drink. It's a nice, like, mellow drunk. Depending on how it hits your stomach, for me. Yeah. Sometimes, just doesn't end up good. But sometimes, you're like, ooh, I'm buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we had that Loganberry wine, I'm pretty sure I got mm. pretty wasted. Mm-hmm. That wine is made for people to be set up. Oh, yeah. Like, talk about a wine that'll go down smoothly, and then you're like, I'm not drunk, you're drunk. <laughs> That's that wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But Okay, Laylove, hit me with this fucking letter. Okay, so this is a letter from Albert Fish mm-hmm. to his stepdaughter. Okay. His three-day stepdaughter. Yeah. Okay. But they ended up staying close, I guess, over time. Whatever. That's not weird at all. Yeah, I know. Totally not weird. Whatever. So it started with, I wish I could give you $20 to buy a new watch. Dearest, sweetest Mary, daddy's step kitty, so my sweet little big girly will be 18 on the 28th. I'm sorry. I'm already disturbed by (laughs) the first couple sentences in this uh, letter. Oh, this letter is not even like close to how bad the letter in the next part is. On a scale from, like, one to terrible in correlation with the first one, how's this one going to be? This one is, like, a It milder. sounds sweeter. Yeah, this one's much sweeter. It sounds sweet in a weird way. Yeah. So, this one's definitely sweet in a weird way. Okay. The first one was, like, kind of bad. This one... The first one was fucking terrible. Yeah, but I'm saying in comparison to of the three. Okay. So, the first one's, like, the kind of bad one. Okay. This one is, like... The better one, in preparation for the terrible one. Oh, wow. So the third one is worse than the first? Yeah. Oh, fuck, Lady Love. I figured we ended strong. He was roast ass in the first one. Oh, he does worse in the the third one. In the third one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Rest of the letter. I wish I could be there. You know what you would get from me, your daddy. And... Sorry. (laughs) He He didn't do anything to his own kids and his stepchildren, right? Yeah. He didn't do anything. He would just play those weird games with them. Okay. I would wait until you were in bed, then give you 18 good hard smacks on your behind. You speak of being at the big games. Fun here in NYC. There's nearly always some kind of game going on. In the public schools and all of the YMCAs, they have large swimming pools. If a man or a boy wants to use the pool, he must take all of his clothes off and go in bare naked. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep it together so you can finish the letter. But it's just like tidbits keep coming out at me, Lady Love. I don't like it. Well, the funny thing about this before I finish this is that's actually true. Like, they used to make kids, like even in school, swim naked. Like the boys swam naked. Why? I don't fucking know, but back Randy, yeah. he was telling me that when he was in school, he had to swim naked. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's up with that. It's weird, but that was a thing. It's not going to make them, like, aerodynamically faster. That's why people shave, like, the hair off, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess they can because you swim in Speedos, but, like, 
But it's isn't like a, it weird how like some shit that used to happen back in the day is <laughs> just like that shit can't even fly. You oh, can't no. even you can't even roll your eyes at a at a kid as a teacher without your job being on on the line. Oh yeah. You can't even you can't even reprimand people and like try to give them structure as a teacher, which you're like kind of supposed to. Yeah. I in my eyes you're you're supposed to like more than teaching you're supposed to like give structure. Yeah. Don't fucking beat my kid cuz I'll beat you, but definitely give structure. Yeah. And they have kids swimming naked? Yep. Naked. Ass naked. Oh no. That's the thing. Oh god. Okay. I think let me take another sip. <laughs> okay. There is one of the largest pools in the U.S. in the West Side YMCA, and sometimes there are over 200 men and boys, all of them naked. Any boy or man can go in and see them for 25 cents. Now you know well, sweet honey bunch. Most all girls like to see a boy naked, especially the big boys. Oh God! Do you- <laughs> sorry. Do you know my sweet Mary? what the girls do to get in and see the show. Many of them have boyish bobs. They dress up in their brother's clothes. <laughs> oh my god. Stop. <laughs> this is a birthday letter. A what? Yeah. It's her, her birthday's coming up, so he's like, this is a letter that he's writing her for her birthday. <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait for the day we start to incorporate video. I so you guys can see the look of just amusement, I guess, or just like <laughs> it's more like my awe. Face. Yeah, for sure. So girls are dressing up in their brother's clothes to go see a bunch of peens. All right. Yep. So yeah, boyish bobs. Yeah, boyish bobs. They dress up in their brother's clothes, put on a cap, and go to the Y. Quite often, a boy will come out of the water and stand so close to a girl dressed in boy's clothes, she can and does touch his naked body. <gasps> Be careful, all of you, my sweet kitties. Don't go outdoors in the snow unless you have on rubbers. What the fuck? I'm guessing he's talking rubber duckies, like the shoes. Yeah, but how does that, what, what does that have to do with the swimming pool? If there's snow outside, your bitch ass ain't going to no pool. I don't fucking know, this dude's psycho. Okay, we segued from, like, being naked and little girls coming in in boy clothes and now don't forget your boots when you go outside. Yeah. Sweet. Mm -hmm. You know, daily tips of a psycho. To their non-children children. Yep. Now listen, my little miss. Don't you keep me waiting so long for another of your sweet dear letters. If you do, someday I shall come out of here again and give you another sound spanking. <laughs> You know where. Are we sure he didn't, like, do anything to these kids? Yeah. Apparently this is just, like, a letter. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is... Okay. That's so fucking weird yeah. lady love dude if someone wrote me that i would literally like light the letter on fire and never talk if, to him again even if said that to me jokingly i'd be like what the fuck did you just say to me <laughs> like you just call me a sweet kitty <laughs> <laughs> like i love you and you can call me anything you want but i draw the line at that like, <laughs> and then so was he in jail yeah he was in jail and, okay so he was in jail at this point 
Yes. Okay, so he's like, don't keep me waiting. Yeah, or he's going to come out and give her a nice sound spanking on her behind. <laughs> oh, my God. But what what was up with the spanking while she was on her bed? Uh, for her birthday, because she was turning 18. He was saying he was going to oh. give her 18 wax. Oh, 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 I get it. It, 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 it didn't, didn't come off. Like that yeah, way, it didn't yeah. come off that way to me. So I'm just kind of like, are we sure? I mean, I know there were weird traditions back in the day, but... I don't know, Lady Love. I'm still iffy on this person. <laughs> well, he's the psycho. It makes me interested. Like, I wish they were able to, like, dissect these people's brains and see what's up in there. Well, that's actually a thing yeah. at the end that we'll talk about. Yeah. They wanted to do that to him, but they Did were Did we talk like, about nah. this already? No. No? Okay. Because don't you think it's really bizarre for someone to be so vile and disgusting to other children but then like his own yeah are untouched not to like not to say that i would have wanted anything to happen to his children i wouldn't want anything to happen to any children but like isn't it is it like a it's not like is it like a split personality like no why so we we kind of get more into it in the third part about like his thoughts on what children he would harm and what who he wouldn't because okay. he most specifically would target boys boys were his main target he rarely ever like grace who we yeah. talked about that's the only girl he ever killed really yeah he didn't like he, and he killed her so she wouldn't become a whore yeah that's what he said i say in quotations yes. because that's just fucking terrible yeah so the rest were boys and then just one girl yeah huh. and he was just disgusting okay. yeah he has a really fucked up mindset it's okay. We get okay, I'll let it. it go. I'll let it go till, till part three. But it's yeah. just like, damn, bro. Yeah, we get more into like his reasonings for killing and stuff like later. Okay. All right. I'll let it go now. <laughs> so where we left off, Aspert Fish, Albert Fish, was newly single after his wife left him for the dude renting a room for them. And that's when he really went batshit crazy. Listen, when your wife leaves you for the homie that's just renting a room. Then again, he was out here... <laughs> Like, right before she left him, fucking sucking blood out of the butt cheeks of that yeah, one dude. True. So That's true. The, it, it, listen, that guy was consensual with it. Yeah, he was consensual, and he got $10 out of the deal. Listen, which was like, what was it, 200 back in the day? 250 He was making a sweet, sweet deal, if you ask me, but... I don't know, for three weeks of work, I've been a little tight if someone gave me 250 <laughs> for three weeks of work. <laughs> that's true you know how tired he probably was they probably stunk i know nobody oh. took a shower like they had like shit stuck between their teeth ew that's so gross no, come on you really think they flossed back in that day oh no oh no there's like turd nuggets just all in there ew lady love <laughs> who would want to kiss that that's what i was thinking when they said he had so many wives i'm like who kissed him? Yeah. Who had sex with him? Why did? It, why was he appealing to other people? I don't know. I haven't looked up his picture yet. I'm going to wait. I don't want to see him yet because this is a tripada. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, space it out. But I can't imagine that he would have been a very good looking fella. No. His, like, especially in the older pictures, you can definitely tell homie ate shit for, like, his entire life. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. So gross. Okay. So... Single and ready to mingle, Aspert found a widow, Estelle Wilcox, that he wanted to be his future wife. So he decided to play fucked up games with her kids that involved him getting spanked and scratched. Involved and, him getting spanked and scratched? Yeah, don't you remember? 
It was, it has been like, oh, the pins and the, wait, no, yeah. but he didn't play those games with the kids, right? He played those games with her kids, yeah. He would like, let them the, nail stuff in? Yeah, he, they would let him spank him with a paintbrush. That was the, uh, buck, buck, how many hands up game. Yeah, okay, it's coming back to me. Yeah. It's been a little, we took a little break, but like, I don't know why, I think in my head I thought those games were with other people. Like, no. adults. No, they were with kids. Disgusting. Okay, moving on. So, once he actually got married to said wife, Mm -hmm. she realized she wasn't about his freak shit and left him after a week or a little longer because homie eats shit and sucks blood out of butt cheeks. Like, she just wasn't about it. How long? I wonder how long that courtship was. Like, hey. It was like 10 days. You want to be my boo? Like, I wonder if it was just um, not abnormal for people to, like, meet and be like, hey. You're good looking. Want to get married tomorrow? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Yeah, because she was a widow. So her husband had died. So she was ready for, you know, she was yeah. ready for another boo. Well, he found her because she was on, like, the Christian mingle of that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Christian mingle of that day. Imagine but, dating back in the day like that, late love. Dude, that's going to be the worst. Can you imagine that? You got to, like, write letters and shit. Like, it'd be like passing hey, notes in high school. And the courtship is super fast, though. It like, is. At least you'd be able to figure out pretty soon if you're not into them. You know what I mean? I feel like they didn't have choices, though, because you couldn't get the cheeks unless you were, like, into it. Because if you got the cheeks, you were a whore. So you think they rushed in just for the, just strictly for the booty meat? Well, I think they rushed into it because, like, he used to tell people that he was, like, rich and stuff. And, like, he would kind of, like, portray certain things. So she probably thought, I got all these kids. Yeah, I made it off of this guy. And then it didn't really work out for her. Oh, God. So, the letter I started this episode with is a letter that he wrote to one of Estelle's daughters. Because, after all the weird shit and Mm -hmm. the divorce, Aspert kept in contact with some of her kids. And they continued to talk and exchange letters even after his arrest and all the gory details of his crimes came out. I wonder if he, like, had them convinced that it wasn't him. No. No. Everybody knew it was him. I think it was just because... He was only evil to, like, the people that he did those things to. Mm -hmm. In other words, like, he was, I guess, a really great dad and, like... Whoa, whoa, that's a... Yeah, it's weird. Far stretch, laid love. Apparently. I mean, even when all this stuff came out, his kids were, like, in court pleading with them. Supporting him. Yeah. And they were, like, pleading with the courts to, like, not give him the death penalty because he was crazy. They're like, he's sick. He has an affliction. Huh. Even though homies roast an ass cheek. Ass cheeks. I mean, I guess when it's like your dad or your father figure, you wouldn't want to accept something like that about them. So I, I can see how you're just like, yeah, especially because their mom was like, "Fuck these kids." Yeah, yeah. It's just very strange to think about. Yeah, it's definitely gross. Mm-hmm. But even though he was a horrible monster to children, he never did anything to his own kids, and was especially close to his daughters. That's nice. His daughters loved him, and his crazy was seen as normal to them, because after his wife left, the crazy was just over the top. Hmm. One of his daughters got up for water in the middle of the night, and when she was on her way to the kitchen, she found Aspert laying on the floor, rolled up to his nose in the living room carpet. And she was so used to this kind of shit that she literally walked over him and then went back to bed without asking questions. Like, she just left his ass in the carpet. I'm just imagining, like, a grown man rolled in my carpet. I'd be like, excuse me, 
what the fuck are you doing with my carpet? Do you mind unrolling yourself, sir? You grown-ass man sitting here rolled up to his nose in a carpet and she thought nothing of it? Yeah. Well, I'm just picturing, like, a little girl in bunny slippers, like, walking down the stairs and then, like, seeing her dad rubbing her eyes and just literally walking over him, getting the water and then walking back. Daddy's crazy. (laughs) Well, the next morning when she came downstairs, he was just unrolling himself. And when she asked him why, he said, quote, St. John the Apostle told him to do it. The kingdom of God is inside you. At least it will be in a second. (laughs) One of his sons, Albert Jr., said in 1922, a little after their family moved to Westchester, Mm -hmm. some of the boys were out inside of a field playing football. Mm -hmm. And right as he was about to throw the ball, he saw his dad, Albert, standing on a hill, ass naked, yelling, I am Christ. I oh, am Christ. Wow. Over and over again. And they all just like looked away. Wow. And continued playing. Whoa. <laughs> like, what do you do if you, you're like outside playing with the neighbors and then like you look up and your dad's dick is swinging? Oh, God. <laughs> I am Christ. I am Christ. <laughs> I mean,. Okay, for the time frame, taking time frame into contact or like into consideration, you know, mental health was definitely not recognized. No, this dude definitely was like a schizo or something. Dig swinging, <laughs> screaming, "I'm Christ!" Yes, he was. Like love, yeah. Hearing voices, we're kind of we're we're, we're showing we're showing signs here. We're showing signs. Yeah, not that I'm a doctor or anything. Right. Far be it for me to try and diagnose somebody. It's not within my scope of practice. I'm not trying to do that, but. I can recognize some signs, ladies and gentlemen, as can you. I was going to say, if I Google this shit, <laughs> right. <laughs> Google's going to tell me he's a schizo. <laughs> but because John the Apostle told him to roll himself in a carpet in the middle of the night, then the next day he thinks he's fucking Jesus Christ on a hill yeah. with his dick swinging out. <laughs> Come on, guys. And, like, it makes me wonder, was he confident? Or, like, did he <laughs> just not care that he had a little feet? <laughs> Oh, now you're wondering for, like, full picture. Yeah. Like, what else is going on? Like, what's up in that situation? Did he have something to show? Or was he just screaming, I'm Christ, at the top of my lunch? But then, so the kids ignored it. There had to have been some adults around. So they were also just like, there goes crazy old Albert. Yeah, I mean. Thanks for thinking he's Christ today. Like, what? Yeah. I I guess. Back then, though, everybody was like, mind your business, mind your business. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The world needs a touch of that today, but whatever. We already ran to that. Yeah. Well, in 1928, Aspert was living on East 81st Street in Manhattan with his sons, Eugene and John. They were out, and when they got back home at around 5.30 p.m., Mm -hmm. they walked in on their dad sitting in his room with the door open, sticking needles inside of himself. Oh, gosh. And when they asked what the fuck he was doing, he said Christ told him he needed to do this. They weren't about the crazy shit, so they literally pushed their dad off onto Albert Jr. and was like, you got to go live with him. Good for them. I mean, I don't think I would be able to deal with that if some I walked in and like... <laughs> I walk in, I'm walking right back out. I would be like, oh, oh, more crazy shit. Not about it. I'm going back this way. Could you imagine that? You'd like go inside and your dad's got like a knitting needle sticking out of his ass. Like, you, come on. I, I would call 911. Not even 911. Call crisis services, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let them get fucking locked up at ECMC. Something. That's where they need to be. A fucking needle. Needles and pins 
sticking out of your balls and ass. I mean, and they were inside of him. Like, you've seen that right. x-ray. Right. They're, they're, like, migrating up to the core. Mm-hmm. Well, after Aspert moved in with Albie Jr., <laughs> shit, of course, got weird. <laughs> One afternoon, Albie was trying to fix a pipe, and he found a pair of homemade paddles hidden underneath the sink. The paddles were about two feet long, with nails sticking out of them about an inch and a half. And they were covered in dry blood and chunks of ass meat. Oh, my God. So when Aspert got home, his son asked him about the paddles. Mm -hmm. Aspert tried to argue his way out of it and, like, didn't want to answer. But that didn't work. He eventually said, quote, I use them on myself. I get these feelings that come over me. And every time they do, I have to torture myself with these paddles. Mm Mm-mm. It's said that he may have been punishing himself for, like, all of the terrible things that he did to the kids. should have buried himself alive if he wanted to do that. Oh, for sure. I don't think the fucking ass meat paddles were enough. Oh, no. Not at all. Oh, was he actually using them on himself, or did he use... No, he yeah, used them on he, himself, yeah. He really was using them on himself. Yeah, I mean, that's where all the blood and meat chunks were coming from. I didn't know if he was, like, abusing victims and, like, had... The paddles, like, saved up. Oh, no. This so was... they were literally for himself. Yeah. Can you imagine smacking it, like... No, I don't... Like, what... So, okay, so I'm swinging this way, right? Yeah. A uh, paddle, two-foot paddle. So this is decent size. Two-foot paddle with... Uh, did you say how long the inches of the nails were? Inch and a half long nails. Oh, mama. Okay. I think an inch and a half is, like, the needle that you need to go inside of a muscle. So an inch and... So that's, like, an inch. So that's, like, an inch and a half. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, like a like a sub Q needle is like five eighths of an inch. Yeah. So I think it needs to be an inch and a half for you to go if you're going to be injecting into the muscle. Yeah. So that means when depending on like the force that he's smacking himself with, he was smacking himself hard. Yeah. And then to like rip that shit out. Yup. Rip it out and then be like, I'm gonna put my paddles back where in my in their little safe spot where they belong. Yeah. Underneath With fucking ass meat on him? Ass meat and blood. God, this guy was a psychopath. Oh, for sure. Even though Albie Jr. found this craziness out about his dad, he still lived with him throughout mm-hmm. the 1930s. So, of course, that paddle finding was not the only weird incident that happened between them. Mm-hmm. One night when Albie Jr. came home, he was hearing some weird noises coming from inside. And when he walked into the apartment... Aspert had his door wide open, and he was standing in the middle of the room, naked, dick in one hand, <laughs> nail-covered paddle in the other, and he looked crazy as fuck. He was panting, and every time he spanked himself, he jumped and cried out. So he had the paddle, a dick in the other hand, and then he was, like, hitting himself, and then he would, like, jump in the air because it hurt. I mean, I bet. Yeah. And, oh, what did the, did the son do anything? I feel like if I see that shit they love, I'm easily going the other way. Yeah. I don't care who you are. And I've seen some shit. But I, I don't want to see that. I'd no. be like, oh, not for me. I'm going to go back towards the door. Like, I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you got to find your own place to live. Yeah. Like, no. And, like, why do you keep leaving the door open, bro? You can't shut it. Like, you have a door. There is a door there. <laughs> I love how that's like you're like, keep your shit private. Yeah, like, at least don't let your son suffer. Close that fucking door. Do your shit on your own. Listen, Lady Love, 
I have had a plethora of roommates. <laughs> oh, I and, know you have. And I can promise you one thing. None of them ever heard me fucking. I always had the music on, the TV on. I was... I never had roommates I love. It's very different because I never had roommates. I had a roommate who was fucking trash. Well, he wasn't a roommate. Towards the end, we were definitely roommates. Yeah. (laughs) But like, on my own, I love it. Because you know what? I think about my spare room and I'm just like, I don't know how I would feel with existing, like cohorting with another human. I struggle with myself, <laughs> let alone an entire entity. You had to fucking play music. You had to... <laughs> Lay love, I guarantee you, you can ask Joseph. And one day we were talking about it. He's like, you know what, Joseph? I give you props. I literally never heard anything out of there. And I was like, consider it. I am considerate. Consider it? <laughs> I'm telling you, the one day O slept over. Oh, my God. I think we had all went to that one show and, like, O came and he slept over. Mm-hmm. And me and Dev were going to bang. And Dev was like, let's pull the bed away from the wall so that it doesn't make any noise. <laughs> we have to be considerate to my friend. Yeah. Let's move the bed to the middle. What? <laughs> hey, it worked. No one heard anything. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But you know what? Props to you, Lady Love, for being considerate. It's just appropriate. Be considerate. No because one else I'm pretty sure they shit. can fucking hear me bang when, when <laughs> comes to see me. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> is rude. He doesn't give a shit about nothing. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I'm surprised you guys don't hear us. Oh my god, don't tell me you heard us. No, the only time I can hear anything coming from up here is if you, like, drop something on the floor. And most of the time, it's not me. Yeah. Because the last time you kept asking me, and I was like, I hear nothing. Yeah. I don't know what dropping noise you're talking about, but it's not coming from this fucking apartment. Like, I was literally sitting on the bed, and, like, Dev was passed out. And I'm like, did Layla just fall off her bed? Like, I heard this loud thump. For that crash to be that loud? And I'm literally, like, when you texted me, I'm, like, watching TV. My phone goes off, and you're like, are you okay? Did you fall? I'm like... I haven't moved from this couch for hours. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> oh, God. Fucking mysterious noises again, guys. I know. I'm telling you, Lady Love. But I was reading something, and it was saying how it's not good to have a mirror at the foot of your bed, and then I was thinking about it. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really help the mirror, though, Lady Love. I know. It's your closet. Oh, God, Jesus. Why is it not good? I, I guess it's like inviting... No, 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 no. Don't say it. Like they can see you sleeping. But I, I mean, you there. sleep on that side, so it should be okay. Oh, maybe we can, like, turn your bed this way. So oh, my better. God. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, I thought you were supposed to have, like, a mirror. That doesn't help that I have a death tapestry there. All right. All right. <laughs> Never mind, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Sidetrack in life. So, the boys are the only ones who saw any glimpses of how fucked up Asper is. Mm-hmm. And only because they lived with him. His daughters never knew anything about his kinks. Really? He never fucking open-doored policy on the daughters? No, the daughters never seen any of that stuff. Huh. But in 1931, Asper was out at dinner with his favorite daughter. Can you oh. guess which was the favorite daughter? The stepdaughter that he that got the letter? Mm-mm. Who? Gertrude. 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 Gertrude was the fave. Gertie was the fave. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so what do you do for Gertie? Well, he was at dinner with Gertie and her family, and he was squirming around and... She asked him if his rupture was bothering him because from all the needles, he definitely had ruptures. And she was aware and she's like, Dad, how the needles doing? They doing all right? Yeah, because he told them that, like, he did that stuff. Puncturing any vital organs yet or what? Yeah. <laughs> you did anything good yet, Dad? Right. Well, he said no. He'd put three more needles inside of himself not too long ago. Mind you, he's 
They're at dinner. They're sitting at the dinner table. Imagine that table talk. I know. And they're like sitting at the table with her kids around. Like, Grandpa stuck three nails in his ass the other day. (laughs) But he's fine, kids. He's fine. (laughs) What? Well, in a letter he wrote in jail, he told Gertie that they x-rayed him. And he said, quote, Do you remember the needles I suffered when you were living at 529 Franklin Street? They took an x-ray of me in the hospital up there. I am full of them. Oh, I bet he was proud, too. I mean, he seemed pretty proud of the fact that he had multiple needles floating around inside of him. In his cavities. Oh, yeah. That whole area. Well, he was apparently a great dad. Because mm-hmm. all of his kids... I don't want to hear it. You know, they love... It's like insulting to me. It's like insulting... It's insulting to great dads. You but, know, I'm insulted for... I mean... Who's there? Like, I'm in, not even just him. I'm insulted for all of the literal great dads out there. I mean, when you think about it, like, the Golden I, State Killer had a family. Like, a lot of serial killers have families. Yeah, but can we just not call him a great dad? Can we say he was just a good father? No, I don't even like good father. Yeah. It didn't even sound right coming out. My soul couldn't do it. Well... He was a he was a better father to his kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great father is just fucking insulting me. Well, he was a he was an eye dad to the kids. Yeah, he didn't do fucked up shit to them. There we go. He didn't do fucked up shit to the kids. Incest crossing the line. Like, oh God, they love this incest. He wouldn't cross that line, but. Uh, all of his kids stood by him, even after finding out all of the horrific crimes against humanity. Even the male kids? That yeah. That seen the stuff? Yeah. Huh. They all told the court that he was sick and can't control his urges. Mm-hmm. And they told these stories to show proof of his insanity. Of him fucking smacking himself with a fucking nailed paddle? Yeah. They Have can. mercy on him. I seen him stick a two-foot paddle with... One and a half inch nails on his ass. Oh, yeah. Feel sorry, please. <laughs> please. What? No. Kill him. Don't kill him. Yeah. And I feel like back then, it would have been even worse. Like, oh, you crazy? Yeah, you out of here. I was going to say, it's a witch burning at the stake. Yes. Exactly. Like, oh. so someone did have mercy on him when we went for No. Okay. 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 The kids were just asking for mercy, yeah. but... Okay. Yeah. I was like, who do they dupe <laughs> no. to believe that? No, they didn't. Okay, good. Okay. Well, in 1928, Albert Aspert found a new fun hobby of writing vile, disgusting letters to women he found in the classifieds. Just looking for love. In the classifieds? Yeah, well, people used to, like, advertise for dates and shit. Like, yeah, but that's fucked up. You think you're going to get a, you know, little lover, little boo, little Friday night date. Mm. <laughs> you know, getting ready, getting sexy, feeling tight, looking right, and then you get... A letter. Yeah, you read from Albert. Well, he wouldn't say his name was Albert. He'd usually say that he was a successful Hollywood producer named Robert Fisk, who was willing to give tons of money and his undying love. Oh, God. If the women were willing to perform some acts for him and his fake son, Bobby. That's already a trap. Willing to perform? Already a trap. Yeah. Well,. He would say he had this son named Bobby who was paralyzed, and Bobby was apparently a, quote, very naughty boy. Oh, God. And he needed beatings regularly with a cat of nine tails. What a cat of nine tails? It's literally a whip with, like, nine whips. Like, the ones you see in the movies with, like, the fucking... Play love, I didn't even buy that. I know! Like... Yeah. 
And he's like, come be my kid. He yeah. needs it. Well, yeah, the letter said, quote, he is a naughty boy, but he does not wet or muss his clothes or the bed. He will tell you when he needs to use the toilet, number one or number two. For number one, his pants must be unbuttoned at the crotch and his monkey taken out. Oh, wow. <laughs> his pants and dr- his pants and drawers are all made up with drop easy. All you have to do is lose three buttons in the back and down they come. This was the bait letter that he'd sent and he would send it saying that he would send them upward of $35,000 in the next letter. $35,000? Yeah. That's what he said he would send them. And back in that day, that's like they probably like $500,000. Yeah. You're fucking, you're, you're making it, baby. Mm-hmm. $35,000. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's definitely, uh, I guess, a good babe letter. Like, what do these people got to lose? Oh, oh, oh I thought was that was Lulu. No. I was like, motherfucker, I thought you were out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silent enough. It's okay. But they, he would just say that so that they would write him back. How many people did he have in choir? I don't know. It was it was a bunch though. He right? had tons like you'd, of letters. You'd be like, I would imagine like if he if he would have had an option to like copy this letter and just send it to everyone in the classifiers, oh. he probably would have just been like mass mailing like it's like the spam email. Yeah. <laughs> spam mailed it to everybody looking for love in the fucking newspaper. Oh yeah. Well, even if they didn't respond, he would get off on knowing that they had to read it. <gasps> Ew. Yep. He did get one woman to write him for a while. And he said some crazy shit to her. And what I want to know what she said. I want to know what's well, going on in her mind. So her, she was like kind of baiting him to oh. get him to send her his address. Oh. So he said, quote, I wish you could see me now. I'm sitting in a chair naked. When you strip me naked, you'll see a most perfect form. He apparently thought he was some hot shit. I mean, if he was on a hill with his dick swinging, screaming that he was Jesus Christ, lady love, he better have been impressed with himself. I know. <laughs> he better have been. Because how else do you go about doing that? I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> Deb keeps saying that we should make an OnlyFans. And I'm like, oh my God, lady love, I was going <laughs> to Did you see the documentary on Hulu? I was like, bro. Not that I went into the wrong profession. No, my profession. No, whatever. But in OnlyFans, they love. Yeah, I would be making bait right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Devin's like, I think we should do it. And then for Devin to say it, go full in, late love. I mean, I support you guys. But like as he's saying it, I'm like thinking about it. And I was like, oh, I feel a little fat right now. And then, <laughs> and then you got this motherfucker out here. Yes. Whatever. Dick slanging. Mm-hmm. You know, offering 3500 for... 35000 Oh, I'm sorry. 35000 For what? To, to a peen probably this size? I know. You know? Oh, you so When weird. you see me, you'll be impressed. I am the most perfect form. Yeah. And then be like, the fuck is that? I know. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, That's not hard, so. right? <laughs> <laughs> are you hard or are you flaccid? Because then uh, not convinced. <laughs> Oh, God. It it makes me wonder about his peen size now. It does. Damn it. I told you. It's questionable. Oh. But, yeah, so, um, yours, your sweet honey of my heart. I can taste your sweet piss, your uh. sweet shit. Uh. You must pee-pee in a glass and uh. I shall drink every drop of it. Oh, God. 
the bodily fluids are coming back to haunt me. Ew. I shall drink every drop of it as you watch me. Tell me when you want to do number two. I will take you over my knee, pull your clothes, take down your drawers, pull my mouth to your sweet honey fat ass, and eat oh, your sweet peanut whoa. butter. No! <laughs> and eat your sweet peanut butter as it comes out fresh and hot. That's how they do it in Hollywood. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, God. This was in correspondence to that one lady? Yeah. And she kept fucking writing him back? Yeah. Well, this woman actually came to meet him. Sweet peanut butt. Yeah. Oh, God, but. God, I wanted to pick up some chunky pit butt. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, no. Not anymore. No. It's disgusting. Oh, God, it ruined peanut butter for a while. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Sorry, lady love. You got almond butter still? Oh, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Much healthier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the woman what? actually came to, <laughs> to meet him in hopes of getting the money. She knew he was lying about being a producer right away. Oh. But when he got naked so she could spank him, he was clean shaven on his entire body and his ass was painted red. What? What? Yeah. He liked painting his ass gold on occasion too. For what? His spankings. I guess he was like... To like make it more presentable? You're just going to add some color to it? Yeah. I guess he was like making it like a target. Like... Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine how hard that is? Like, I'm a painted target. Right here. Oh man, like, he should have. He should have just got in the business of like, what is it, bull S&M? riding or something? Bull riding. He could have been like one of those uh, <laughs> the clowns. You know what I'm talking about? I thought you were gonna go like. He should have gone just like. But then again, don't you have to pay for like dominatrix stuff? Yeah. So no, I wouldn't. Okay, no, I wouldn't have worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, while courting Estelle and mentally fucking up her kids, he was still writing these letters. After his week long marriage to her tanked. Aspert decided to take his chances with one of the women that he was writing these gross letters to, Mm -hmm. thinking that she'd be, like, his one and only. No shit. So he sent his return address with his sweet peanut butter letter, and he was immediately arrested in 1931 (gasps) and sent to Bellevue Psychiatric Hospital for observation. What? I mean... Homie made it to Bellevue? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And... He was arrested. So I'm assuming the lady had to have been like, listen, I've been talking to this guy. You know, he's kind of out there. But look at this shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, back in the day, you could get arrested for anything. Remember? That's true. They arrested uh, Frank, Sinatra. Frank Sinatra for adultery. Listen, isn't that still illegal, though? Mm-hmm. Can you still get, like, uh, first of all, good thing that that's still a thing. Yeah. But it's probably... You probably wouldn't get arrested. Like, how do you go about it now? Be like, yo, my husband is with some bitch. Can you roll up to her house and arrest him? Because we marry. Like. I mean, I don't think they do it now. But, I mean. Antiquated law? Probably. Fucking remove that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird one. I don't think it's weird, though. You should get in fucking trouble if you disrespect your marriage. Yeah, no, you definitely should. But go to jail. Get raped by other people. See how much you like it. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, oh. full circle with karma there, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad he got arrested. Yeah. How long was he in fucking Bellevue for? Not terribly long. Oh, man. Well, Aspert got off on the letters, but when in the psych ward, they asked him why he wrote them. And he said he got the idea when he found a bunch of dirty letters in a sanitarium that he was working on. Ew. Or working in. 
When asked why he kept doing it, he said it was just a habit. Eventually, the doctors at the psych ward decided that he was strange and boring, but not insane, so they let him go. What? Yep. Strange and boring. Boring? Yeah. They said I feel like I'm boring. pretty entertained. I know. Well, they didn't know all this shit. On a personal level, I am quite entertained. Oh. It's... But, uh, boring? Yeah. You know what, sir? I see no reason to hold you up. You're quite boring and unentertaining. Go about your day. Mm-hmm. Writing these fucking nasty letters. I mean, I guess it, if they didn't know about the ass chunks missing. <clears throat> Damn! You know. Yeah. And they didn't know, like, any. What are they really going to do? Yeah. They couldn't. I mean, realistically, if he's not telling them. Because, like, to people that didn't know him, mm-hmm. he just seemed like some fucking old Weirdo. guy. Yeah, some, yeah. like, introverted old guy. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, less than a year later, he was arrested again and sent back to Bellevue for sending gross letters to the proprietor, I'm guessing that means headmaster, of a local boarding school. This time, they decided to search Aspert's place. Now, just be prepared for what they finally want. Oh, God. It's more than the paddle, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. When they got there, they found (laughs) tons of gross letters, a cat of nine tails that he said he whips himself with. And hidden under his clothes in a drawer, they found a rotting old hot dog and a <gasps> carrot. Ew. Well, they asked him why the fuck he had, you know, the hot dog and the carrot in there. And he was like, I stick them in my ass. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He got tossed in the psych ward again for only 10 days. And he was released with a diagnosis from the doctor as being quiet, cooperative, and oriented. I feel like they just didn't give a shit back in that day. They were like, eh, whatever, fuck them. I wonder when, uh, like, schizophrenia, it makes me wonder when it came into play. Because, I mean, we all know. I don't know if we all know. I shouldn't assume that everyone's, like, well-versed in this. But, like, people really didn't do mental health back then. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. It was just not a thing. And I'm sure if you were in a room with, like, you know, an all-white room, being observed and being watched by people, and you're like... Yes, doctor. I do A, B, and C. No, doctor. I don't like A, B, and C. And you're like, you know who you are. You know where you are. You know, they're going to be like, yeah, you're just taking up space here. Good old Albert. How about you just go back out into society? Yeah, you're just a little strange, but you're fine. Yeah. It's okay that you stick hot dogs in your ass. Like, strange and unusual? I am strange and unusual. This dude... Is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, no, this dude sticks like an a hot rotted hot dog up his ass, and nobody thought they should have kept him there. Yeah, I'm wondering like what kind of hot dogs did he use? <laughs> Are you thinking lengthwise? Yeah, like a nice Salem's hot dog. Well, Salem's wasn't a thing back then. I don't think. <laughs> so you think he had mediocre hot dogs sticking up there? Oh, oh. He probably had, like, the ballpark Frank's hot dogs, those little weenies. Proprietor does mean ownership. Owner of a business. Okay. Or having ownership of something. I meant to tell you that, Lee Love. Okay. Um, but, yeah, maybe it was a fatty, like, a nice fat Frank's. You think so? It was, like, a corn dog? Yes! He just, like, ramming. Yes! Oh, God! But then, like, okay, not that I want to get into details. Far be it from me. But, like, you know, hot dog's pretty, you know. How do you... That's why I'm wondering, like, how did he get it in there? He must have had a loose butthole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he had to have a loose butthole. There's no way. They, like, absolutely, I agree. Because 
for a hot dog to go up there? Yeah. For a hot dog to go up there? I was like, we were trying to like roast weenies over the fire and you couldn't I'm... even you couldn't even get it on the little stick without that shit breaking. Exactly. Now imagine trying to use that in like and that's in what... your in your personal like scenarios. And that's what I'm wondering. Like I feel like probably a Salem's hot dog would be the best option because it's got that like skin around it. Yes, but even then it's still very soft. Yeah, it is very soft. That's what I'm wondering. Like he had to have a Maybe bubble. he lubed up the, the, the weenie though. You know? I don't think so. His Anything blood was works. probably the lube in this situation. Oh, good. Oh, God, not again, Lady Loga. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay. Moving on. But you know what? Okay. Last side note on that. Maybe that's why he incorporated the carrot. Raw oh, carrots are pretty hard. It could be. He did carrot first. <laughs> oh, it was like the training butt plug. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He used the carrot first. Yes. And then Get it nice the- and, well, nice and relaxed. And then, time for the weenie. Slide the weenie in there. Yes. Oh, I had to smell so gross because hot dogs don't exactly. They don't. And imagine back in the day, and this dude ain't washing his butt. You know it. Oh no, for sure. Imagine the smells that came out of that place when they busted open into That's it. That's disgusting. Like rotting, fucking food and flesh. And I'm shit. sure. Shit. Ugh. And pee. Ugh. Ugh. Listen, I've smelled plenty of smells. But, like, picturing this guy's place is disgusting. It makes my stomach turn. Yeah. No, I don't think I can do it. Like, I throw up when other people throw up. Do you? Like, I won't. <laughs> not immediately, but, like, once I smell it, it's like, <laughs> one of One of the girls I worked with, you could do any. Listen, I've seen some shit. I can probably deal with anything. I always say it. I'm happy as fuck to clean up shit for the rest of my life. Happy to do it. But some of the girls can't do puke. Yeah, it's the, it's the smell. They can't do puke. So I would mess with one of the girls, and I would, like, start, like, fake, like, bleh. And she'd, like, I could, like, see her, like, dry heaving. And I would always mess with her because it was just the funniest reaction. Mm-hmm. I just, that surprises me, late love. Yeah. I mean, I can clean up anything, like, as long as I don't smell it. For me, it's the smell. Really? Yeah. It's the smell. It's not even the look. It's the smell. <laughs> as soon as I smell it, it's down. It's done. Oh, oh God. God. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's good to know. I had no idea. Oh, oh that's so funny. Well, he got tossed in the psych ward again for only 10 days. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah, I said that. Yeah, he was he was discharged for being calm, cooperative, and oriented. Yes. Everyone saw him as a harmless old dude with social anxiety. How old was he in this time? Like in his 40s, 50s? Um, to be a harmless old dude, quote, unquote. Yeah, I would think so. Like in his 50s at this point. Because we're getting close to maybe arrest time, I would say. Yeah, so we, I kind of jump back and forth in this one. It's not like a straight linear time. No, no, no. Yeah, I know this one is about the kids, but I'm thinking like in this time frame, like. Yeah, no, he was definitely older. Yeah. He was definitely older. So Asper claimed a lot of his afflictions came from God. He was obviously super religious and he was an Episcopalian. And the thing about this branch of Christianity is that they're able to interpret the Bible like their own way. Interesting. Yeah. So there is no set like moral story in these biblical stories. Because you know how usually when you go to church, like they tell you this is the meaning of that story or this is what happened. Mm -hmm. In the case of Aspert, he had a very literal interpretation of some of these. Okay. Like, do you know the story of Abraham and Isaac? No. Educate me. I'm not very... Well, in the story, God tells Abraham to sacrifice his own son. And at the last second, God's like, nah, I was just playing. Don't do it. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. 
And then he tells him to sacrifice like a goat or some shit instead, or like a lamb. Does he end up sacrificing his son? No, no, he sacrifices the lamb. But in 1924, Aspert decided to reenact this story with an eight-year-old boy named Francis McDonald. These <clears throat> side note on Abraham. Wasn't that motherfucker schizophrenic? If he was about to kill his kid hearing voices? Okay. Not trying to disrespect religion. We're not even going to go there. Sorry. 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 Take it back. Back to the story. (laughs) I didn't know that's how that story went. Yeah, that's how that story went. So I remember learning about it because my mom put me in like catechism when I was a kid, which I'm literally like, I was like the worst person to send to catechism because I... Why'd you send this devil child? She's dressed in all black. I know. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. Like, they would tell these stories. And, like, I was very confused all the time. I'm confused right now, and I heard one. Because it's like, they talk about, you know, Adam and Eve and whatever, mm-hmm. Cain and Abel and all that shit. And I'm like, if Adam and Eve were the only two people on Earth, wouldn't everybody else be, like, products of incest? Yeah. And, like, I asked that the one time in in catechism and they're like no why not though i was like but that's like isn't that how that goes and like i was i was not good i wasn't really allowed to ask questions in in religion class yeah because they have no fucking answer i know (laughs) what the like i need i need an answer to that somebody was telling you to sac. somebody told you to sacrifice your own flesh and blood and you were literally about to do it and they're like oh kidding yeah take the lamb and said what yeah yeah, that's how that story goes. It's a little, a little, a little. We're not, we're not gonna call it schizophrenic, but we're gonna put a little hint on that up there. Yeah, but that's that's a biblical story. Okay. So, uh, in 1924, Aspert decided to reenact the story with an eight-year-old boy named Francis McDonald. So he decided to sacrifice Francis. Yeah. And if he wasn't supposed to do this, homie Big G up there would send an angel to tell him no, because that's what happened in the story of Abraham and Isaac. And an, an angel, angel came angel down. Came? Yeah. So an angel came down from heaven and told him, don't sacrifice your child. God was just trying to test you to prove that you were like, you know, you were loyal to him. That's a fucking weird test. That's called narcissistic. Like, that's that's very... Wouldn't somebody... Okay. Okay. I, I don't want to offend anybody. It's not my intent to offend anyone of any religion. No. The lady loves don't care what religion you are. No. The lady loves are all about every religion, whatever that you, you want to be. Yeah. If it makes you happy, whatever blows up your fucking skirt, bro, I do not care. But in light of these events, which I will tell you, I, I went to church when I was younger. Did I pay attention? Not Obviously fucking not. I don't know a lot of the Bible stories. I don't, I just don't know a lot of them. But in my adult age, listening to this. I'm just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. There is a slew of people in front of us. Mm-hmm. Someone was testing someone's fate by being like, cut your fucking kid out? Yeah. I don't have children. But if anybody told me that to prove my loyalty to them, I would have to sacrifice Lulu, I would put their head on a fucking platter and eat it before I sacrifice my own Lulu. Oh, I, I agree. You know what this. I mean? I totally agree. I was going to say, if someone tries to tell me I have to do something to my girls... To prove your your faith and loyalty, yeah, no. I'm gonna be like, get the fuck out of my face before it's you. I'm gonna say I'd be chilling with little Nikki in hell. Yeah, <laughs> like, ooh, it's hot in here, but I can take a nice bath later. Like, I don't know. I know. I, 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 no. I'm sorry, they love. I, I learned something new today, and it yeah. just blew my mind. Yeah. So an angel came down and was like, "You're good. Yeah, don't do it." So 
in Albert's mind, he wanted an angel to come down. Yeah, an angel would stop him. If it was wrong for him to do this, an angel would stop him and tell him he can't do this. Don't kill a boy. So, obviously, no divine being came to stop him. (laughs) So, Aspert strangled eight-year-old Francis with his own suspenders. Oh, my God, no. He was planning to dismember him, but he thought he heard someone coming, so he tossed him and ran. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, but I assume he... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I assume he was already... He already killed him, and then he was like, Yeah. Good body. Gotta go. Yep. Oh, my God. He used multiple verses in the Bible, similar to this one, to Mm -hmm. justify his actions. One of his favorites is a line in Psalms chapter 137, verse 9. What did it say? It's, quote, Happy is the one who seizes your infant and dashes them against rocks. (gasps) Does it say that in the Bible? Yeah. Side note on my life, because I know people my, people that actually know me might think I'm a hypocrite, mm-hmm. because I do have a Bible verse tattooed on my arm. Now, it's John 3, 16. Mm-hmm. Why did I get that? My grandmother, when I was nine, passed away from Alzheimer's. She was a very, very religious woman. If there was an angel on earth, it was her. Yeah. And in her, like... In that time, when she was sick, she would recite a lot of Bible verses. She was a religious woman. You wouldn't see her with a fucking pair of pants on to save her or your life. Oh, she was one of those. She was one of those ladies. Okay. So, and in her time when I was younger and she was like going through all this, I would just remember her repeating this verse. Yeah. It's all I remember about my grandmother before she passed away when I was nine. It's the only thing that I have that like ties me to her. Yeah. I'm not a religious person. I'm fully aware that there's one on my arm. That's the meaning behind it. But I am shocked and mind blown at some of these words and uh, this uh, story of Abraham. Well, this isn't even a story of Abraham. This is just yeah. This else. is just th- yeah. This is an uh, uh, what is it? Palm Psalms. Yeah. This is Psalms one thirty seven verse nine. So happy is who who tosses the children in the rocks. <laughs> happy is the one who seizes your infant and dashes them against rocks. Dashes them against rocks. So out of context, obviously this sounds very crazy. But if you read the full passage, like that it comes in the Bible, it's yeah. meant as sarcasm. Really? Yeah. God had a sense of humor? Apparently. Uh, why was it sarcasm? I don't know, because I don't know anything about the Bible. I'm not exactly the best at that stuff. Yeah, I get it, late love. Yeah. I took the classes when I was a kid, but once I was grown enough to not... And plus, while we were in church, like, I used to bring my old, you know, the portable CD players? Yeah. With, like, the, the fluffy headphones. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that once they got loose, you had to hold them closer to your ears so you yeah. can hear as hard as you want to hear. Yeah. That was before the earbuds, guys. You don't know that. Exactly. <laughs> now, my headphones don't even have fucking wires. <laughs> I told you about the day when I was at work and I said something about a cassette tape and the guy that was working, who was only 22, was like, what's that? Isn't that weird, Lady Love? Like, I'm kind of glad that we're part of a generation that, like, I guess every, don't get me wrong, every generation has something that the new generation is unaware of. Yeah. And I, I like that about us. I don't know that there would be anything else well, in the future. Like, headphones are already fucking wireless, bro. Like, yeah. Soon it'll just be like a little tiny doop. I mean, that's what it is, Lady Love. Like, look at look at my AirPods. Like, they're literally this little piece of shit bean that you put in your ear, yeah. and you don't even hear your so you don't even hear your own thoughts. 
Because they are like noise canceling. Like, look at how far techno. They have noise canceling headphones. Oh, I know. Back in the day, my shit was stretched out. I was sad. Yeah. If you separated the cord. Oh, I know. And then, like, the one side, it would go out. You ever get, like, zapped in your yeah, ear? Yeah, never zap. Never zap. But I remember, like, it would, like, go out and I would, like, I would, like, grab it and I'd flick it and be like, come on, please, let the sound come back. Yeah. <laughs> They love. Oh my, I feel old. I feel old too, but I think the good thing about our generation is we're the like we're one of the last ones where we didn't have technology mm-hmm. and then we had technology. Yeah. So like we know it, but yeah. we also know what it is to not have it. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, like I'm not going to lie. Not like I'm a fucking genius when it comes to computers, but I can fucking manage. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I can manage some shit. But like I didn't have a cell phone until no. after I was out of high school. That shit was not allowed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the the comfort of modern society, I feel like we can appreciate. Yeah. Like, we have wireless headphones. Again, we used to have some, uh, like, the cassette. You had to keep it, like, keep it set. Make sure it don't skip. Mm-hmm. Don't tip it this way because it think, think, think. And you're like, oh, God, no. Yeah. And then you're, like, perfectly, like, balance it on your hand or or i don't know i don't know yes i I know exactly what you're talking about we can appreciate all the finer things in life that we have acquired oh we definitely can we love like while i'm at work especially because me and my old roommate selena hey boo we uh you know how we talk and when we talk me and selena talk for hours like whenever she calls me deb's like see you in four hours yeah (laughs) (laughs) well like, because of the whole time difference and her being in Vegas and stuff. Yeah. Like, there'll be times where I'm, like, working, but I'll be talking to her on the phone because I got my fucking headphones. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just sitting there, and I'm still, like, you know, busting out sofas, fixing shit, and, like, we're talking on the phone. And people probably think I'm crazy because they think I'm talking to myself. And then as soon as, and she knows, too, as soon as, like, my bosses or something come because I always have my hair down so they can't see that I'm, like, with the headphones. And I'll, like, stop talking to her, and I'll just immediately start talking to them, like, Switch it up. Yep, and she knows that means someone's there. Yep. <laughs> but, like, it's crazy, because I can literally work hands-free. Yeah. And still, like, I, I can talk to my friend. Well, like, I multitask. Yeah. It's crazy. The people at the local Wegmans, I sure, I'm sure they think you're cra- I'm crazy all the time. I'm walking in there with my headphones, talking loud. Yeah. Mass muffles me. He's like, well, I can't hear you. I'm like, well, I'm at Wegmans and I'm shopping and I see people like, and then they're like, oh, this bitch got her headphones yeah. she's on the phone. <laughs> crazy. Love it. Okay. Wow. Side tangent. Well, Aspert had this obsessive need to harm children. Francis was only the beginning of his murder spree. Was he the, f- okay, so Grace but then was Francis well, Grace like the was, second? Grace is later. Oh, in the time frame. Yeah, so Grace is... I just started with that letter because that's his most well-known letter. Okay. Um, but Grace is, like, actually in part three. We talk about her. Okay, okay. So was uh, this kid the first kid that he... Yeah, this is, like, one of his first, yeah. Okay. That he killed. Like, the other ones he was, like, molesting and stuff. Mm. We never really got into the killing in the first part. That was more his, his build-up into the kill. This is his first kill. Mm. So, Aspert had this obsessive need to harm children. Francis was only in the beginning of his murder spree. His next level up was the horrendous murder of a four-year-old boy named Billy Gaffney. His parents had nicknamed him Candy Boy. I don't know. Okay, I'm glad you've seen the look on my face. I know. When I wrote it down, I was like, Candy Boy? Like, what is this, Grease? Like, I feel like I right. can, you know? Like, oh, sorry, Layla. Like, Warriors, come 
<laughs> like, um, okay. Okay, Candy Boy. Yeah, but damn. Four years Four. old. Well, Billy came from a poor family. Albert got him one day when he was out playing with his bestie. Mm-hmm. When his parents went looking for him, his best friend said that the boogeyman took him. Mm-hmm. Not only did the boogeyman take him, but fucking cuntbag Aspert Fish wrote a note detailing their time together. Mm. Be warned, this letter is probably the worst of them. Oh, God. The worst of the three? Yeah. Worse than the ass chunk? Worse than the ass chunk. Or the ass roasting, I'm sorry? Yep. And you will find out what this note is next week. Oh, damn, lady. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. It got me. I was like, oh, God, I know there's a letter in part three, but we're about to read another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. I don't know about you guys, but that shit was exhausting. Yeah. It was exhausting to my soul. They love. To my spirit. To my existence. Yeah. It's definitely not good. It's definitely not good. Like, Eddie picked a good... I I was just about to say, I still want to know how he knows about this person. I don't know. I still, I demand it, Eddie. Next time I see you, I will be asking you, how the fuck did you find this terrible human being? Well... The other day, I'm literally dropping him off back at home after we left the, the climbing gym. And my mom's standing there. And I was like, I gotta go home and I gotta finish research because Eddie picked the worst person ever in the world. And my mom's like, who are you talking about? And I was like, Albert Fish. And my mom's like, you didn't know who Albert Fish was? And I was like, mom, what? <laughs> and then Eddie's like, yes, bitch, I'm excited. I was like, Eddie, he ate shit. And he goes, yes. I know. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Damn, your mom even knows about yeah. me. I don't I don't know. This is this one's good, Lay Love. It's good, but it's bad. It you is. know what I mean? Like uh, And I'm sure if I would have kept digging, I could have made this four parts. No more digging. No. No There's more stuff like there I There is more than enough stuff with this fucking dude. Like Oh yeah. Imagine if you dug for more information. Lay Love, if I would have read the book, I'm sure I would have fucking because I was listening. Most of my research, yeah, because there's a book about him, but most of my research came from this podcast that I listened to called Pe- The Last Podcast on the Left, which they're fucking hilarious, like, love. I like that name. Well, I had never even listened to them, uh, and they're, like, one of the more popular podcasts. I think I was just, like, picketing it because it's, like, super popular, and I'm still like, <laughs> I'm against popular culture. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, when Eddie was like, oh, you gotta do it on this guy, I was, like, looking, and a lot of the stuff said kind of the same things, and yeah. I wanted to get more... So then I looked for a podcast, and this one came up, and it was like three or something parts. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm listening to this, and I left some stuff out. Ooh. Like, there's a lot. Ew. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I think with my reactions, we probably wouldn't even be able to get through all of it. Oh, no. I just, I'm just, my my existence is offended by his existence. Oh, yeah. His you existence know? is awful. You know, like, mm-hmm. ew. It's, everything about him is ew. Like, I'm just trying to picture what he smells like. No, no, no. And it's... Uh, uh, stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's fucking rotting flesh. There are chunks of hot dogs and carrots up in there. Ooh. He's fucking got, like, shit stuck in between his teeth. Literal shit stuck in between his teeth. Yeah. Like, I know he didn't shower. Like, oh. I, <laughs> I know he wasn't, like, hygienic. Oh, fuck no, he wasn't hygienic. So imagine the odors coming from him and then people chucked him up to be a a a weird old dude yeah that's just weird old albert doing weird old albert shit Mm -hmm. no 
like dancing around the mirrors with with roses in his penis. Right. With a rose stuck up his peen being like, would you do me? I I do do me. me. (laughs) You know, like, oh, with a fucking rose. I mean, I'm sure it was beautiful. I don't know. I don't know, lady love. Like, I think the flower might have been beautiful. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I'm trying to find a silver lining, maybe. I don't know that there is one. I don't think there is one. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's part two, guys. That is part two. If you want to hear the third part, come back. I don't know if I want to hear the third part. My fucking soul is offended. If you make it through the first part, I think you deserve to listen to the second part. And then if you make it through the second part, I think Work yourself up for number three. It's your duty to come back for the third part. Just to see how this shit comes full circle. Exactly. You got to hear it shake out. The same. So if you like us, like us on our Facebook group. At Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms Oh My. And if you guys are on Instagram, follow us on the IG at Cat Moms Oh My Podcast. And if you want to, you can follow us on the Twitter, even though I'm really, 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 really bad at posting on it. <laughs> I hope you get better at it, Lady Love, just because of what we talked about earlier. I know. Bitch, you better find us on our Twitter. On our Twitter again. <laughs> you can find us on our Twitter at Cat Moms Oh My Pod. Yeah, if you got a fucking problem, tweet us, bitch. Tweet us. <laughs> and mom and pop shop, we still support you. So fuck that bitch. Yeah. Fuck her. And your frozen yogurt's probably amazing. And your sh- your sugarless cookies are probably amazing. And I thought about it during the podcast. I really appreciate their full spectrum thing. You don't know, like, every time I go to work, how badly, like, diabetes is in everyone's history. Mm-hmm. Everyone's history. Like, multi-system, like, uh, something that fucks up your entire body. Yeah. Your sugars are out of whack. Your body does not appreciate it. No. You go blind. You don't feel your fingers. You don't feel your toes. You fucking, you are not fucked. Because if you manage, you can manage it well. So I appreciate them trying to give stuff out to people that, you know, who doesn't want a fucking cookie every once in a while? Exactly. You know? Oh. Lulu, you want a cookie? Right. I'm sure Lulu would appreciate a fucking cookie. He would. So, yeah. You got a fucking problem. Find us on Twitter, bitch. (laughs) What else do we do? We have an email. Ooh, Ooh. our email. Yeah. Listen, you guys want to email us? Yahoo. We're still trying over here. So just give us a sponsorship or something. Like, we got the the whole commercial thing going for them, lady love. Exactly. We're coming back. Exactly. And you know, you you know they got rid of Yahoo Answers? Really? Or Well, they didn't really get rid of it. You know how before on Yahoo Answers, you could get, like, really funny responses? Yeah. It was, like, the Reddit of, of its time. Yeah. Now they're, like, not doing that no more. Now they're trying to give, like, actual answers to things. It's not- oh, you have to have, like, a certifiable answer, yeah. answer before you post online? Okay, world. <laughs> yeah. No longer, like, the funny wiki. The funny Wikipedia. I know. Whatever happened to Ask Jeeves? <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, my God, Lady Love. That shit is probably wailed and done oh, with. Yeah. It's like trying to go on your MySpace now. Oh my god, yes. Okay. But Yahoo, if you ever feel like sponsoring us, we have an email account with you guys. And it's Cat Mom's own Oh, yeah, that's right, because there was one taken. Yeah. <laughs> Cat Moms 2 at Yahoo.com. Yahoo. 
Still working on it, guys. I'm saying we can throw that fucking back into that one. Come on. Yeah, there was it was inflection. Ah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. And what's our last one? Ooh, our Patreon. Patreon. If you guys want to support us, please come on our Patreon at our five, five, five dollar, dollar, dollar level, level, level. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and what is our Patreon lead love? You can find us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash catmoms. Oh my. Listen, if you guys like us, how many subscribers did we hear we had? We had Mike. Big Papa. My God! Yeah, but like beyond beyond the subscribers, like how many people listen to the podcast? Oh, um, we have four thousand. Side note: Shout out, Big Papa! Thanks for supporting us, boom. Yeah, we love you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, our subscribers is like four thousand eight hundred and something. I can't remember. I think it was like four thousand eight hundred. No fucking shit, lady love. Yeah, that's like double from what we had last time. Yeah, that's true. Actually, weren't we like two thousands last time? Yeah, guys, you know. We're not trying to make a career out of this or anything. Yes, we are. Um, (laughs) Just get on the Patreon. You know, shit evolves. We get better as time goes on. We're just starting. It's just been like 12 weeks, 14, 16. This was like episode 22. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. We've been at it for a while. We love you guys. We try. We put in effort. We haven't skipped a week yet. Oh, my God. We have not skipped a week yet. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but... This podcast took a while. Yeah. To get on. It took a while to get on, you know, up and going. And I'd say we've, we've been pretty committed, Lady Love. We have. With the exceptions of, on, like, not recording on vacation weeks, which we still record before our vacations. Yeah. Or we fucking, you know, double up or whatever the fuck we do. Yeah. To, to still supply you guys with new episodes every Monday. Yes. And... With our Patreon, you're going to get exclusive Drunken Disorderly Lady Loves, where we just talk shit about whatever we want to talk shit about. I don't know if you guys want to hear our latest one, because I barely remember it, but think about how fucking funny that would be. I don't know. <laughs> Lady Love was like nine, I, but like platinum. No <laughs> one stopped me. No one stopped me, and I'm not sure why. I woke up the next day, and I was like, wow, I killed like three quarters of that 12-pack, and no one thought it was a good idea to cut me off. But you know what? When you're that deep, fuck it. Keep going. I was going to say, Lady Love, I was also kind of drunk. Yeah. And plus, I support. Yeah. If you want to go for it, I'm here <laughs> you for go you. for it. Yeah, I am here for you. <laughs> oh, guys. So, yeah. Come on to our Patreon. Give us some love. Do it. Yeah. Pretty soon. I mean, not pretty soon. But eventually, if you want merchandise, you'll be able to get it. We just, you know, eh, shit takes time. I know. We need some help. Help us. Get on the Patreon. Do it. All right, that's it. Okay. But yeah, we'll see you next week. Good night. Goodbye.